Hello, and welcome to Tech Champagne, a wealth expansion podcast designed to help you turn simple ideas into major impact and big revenue. I'm Elisa Purdy, and I've spent the last 13 years helping women entrepreneurs build six and seven figure businesses with simple systems and automation. I'm here to guide you and give you my exact strategies for money, marketing, and automated business growth so you can create the life and business you truly desire. The income level you really want is well within your reach. Let's do this together. Hello, and welcome back to Tech Champagne. My name is Elisa Purdy, and I am your host. Today's topic is focused on hiring help. And if you're just starting out in business, this might seem really out of reach, but I will tell you that it is not. It's not out of reach. And one of the best ways to grow your business and bring in more money is to delegate and outsource things that are outside of your expertise, outside of your time that you have available, outside of your desire to do them. So today we're going to talk about when is the right time to hire an OBM. And for those of you who don't know what an OBM is, I didn't know what an OBM was until just a few years ago. OBM stands for Online Business Manager. You might also see COO. You might also see Business Strategist. I have seen OBMs go by a few different titles. um, And each title is specific to the branding of the person who runs the business. (laughs) But I have worked with two OBMs in the last few years, and I'm going to tell you what they do and the best time to hire them. So I ran my business without an OBM for about 10 years. And there are a lot of tasks that I did myself. And there are a lot of tasks tasks that I should have been doing that I just didn't know about because we don't know what we don't know. So I don't ever want you to feel discouraged or intimidated or inferior to people who you think are making all this money and signing clients left and right. And then you don't know as much as them and they're an expert and you're not and all these like really self-deprecating sort of thoughts. I don't want you to think any of those thoughts. What I want you to think is I'm doing my best. I only know what I know and I'm going to keep learning, right? Everything is a learning experience. For example, I was thinking about this today. You know, we have these like thoughts when we're not thinking. I call them shower thoughts. Today's shower thought did not occur in the shower. It actually occurred in my car at a red light. I was just sitting there. My brain was just flittering around. (laughs) The thought that I had was I owned a condo with my ex-husband many years ago, and we had a, um, not really a, a, a big fire, but our microwave started smoking and I, it was an electrical something. So smoke filled the condo. Uh, It was a two-story condo, so we had smoke damage upstairs, downstairs. It was kind of a big deal. So here's what I did. I contacted our insurance. We had coverage for this. The insurance contacted a disaster, um, I don't even know the terminology, disaster cleanup company who came in, and they deal with fires and smoke damage all the time. So they came in and they said, we're going to take all your clothing from your closets upstairs. We're going to take all your curtains. We're going to take your throw rugs. Uh, and we're going to send a cleaner to come and clean your um, couches and other furniture. Smoke damage is no joke. <laughs> I had no idea how serious it was. So it was quite a process. And I had like a, a notes by my desk at work because this is when I still worked in an office. 
and I would write things down. And the only way that I learned how to navigate this process was by being in it. You're not going to know who to call, what the process is, what documents you need to submit, what's covered by insurance and what isn't until the thing happens. So the only way to know how to navigate insurance and coverage for a fire is to have a fire. (laughs) What I'm saying, the moral of this story is that in your business, you're not going to know how to navigate a client who doesn't pay or a course launch that fails or working with a website designer who doesn't perform. You're not going to know how to navigate these things until you're in it most times. So give yourself some credit for being in this world at all because it's not for the faint of heart, but it is amazing and so rewarding and so fun. I love it every day. Okay, so now let's let's get back to our OBM talk here. So an OBM, what does an OBM do? An OBM, Online Business Manager, manages your business. So if you are like me and you are a coach in the online space or any online business, there's a lot of things that you could be doing that I guarantee you are not doing. But again, we don't know what we don't know. So this is not meant to shame anyone. It's not negative. You're doing your best. I'm doing my best. But there are people in the world, OBM specifically, who know secret things that we don't know. <laughs> okay, for example, so during COVID, during lockdown and all of that, we had some free time. So I hired an OBM to help me plan out my business because I'm I'm someone who loves to create and I love to share and I love to deliver, but I know I could be doing a lot better. So I hired an OBM. She had a three-month package at that time. And I was like, oh, you know what? I should probably be launching more courses, creating more of a financial foundation. Um, I had some great one-on-one clients, but I really wanted to increase that monthly recurring revenue. So I hired an OBM. And the first thing she did, which blew my mind, was she created a visual ecosystem of all of my offers. My mind was blown. So she created this um, graphic and it had all of my offers and it had the emails that were being sent for each offer and which emails took people through all of the offers. I know it's difficult to explain unless you saw a visual, but um, it showed the entire ecosystem and it connected all of the offers. For example, anyone that had joined my group program called the Tech Academy, she implemented three emails that went out at 30 days, 60 days, and 90 days, automated emails that led people into my one-on-one program. I never thought to do that. I just thought, great, people get into the Tech Academy kumbaya. They get to hang out there and they're in the Facebook group. Fantastic. Well, she came in and she was like, so what happens after that? And I was like, I I don't know. I don't really have like a, you know, an email that goes out or, or anything that has that level of purpose. She's like, she was like, I can do it. So she wrote some emails, went into my active campaign, which is what I use for email, put it in there. And then people from the Tech Academy started signing up for my one-on-one program. Genius. Absolutely genius. On this graphic, this ecosystem diagram, she also had my freebies and made sure that they were clear and led into the specific offers like my mastermind or my Tech Academy course or my one-on-one coaching program. This thing blew my mind. So it's this level of organization that OBMs provide. You know, it's one thing to know what your offers are and to know what your pricing is and to be able to sell it. 
it's quite another thing to create this diagram of what your business is doing, you know, from like a zoomed out lens. That's very different. The other tool that she created for me is a spreadsheet that tracks all of my revenue and expenses. And some people might think, well, duh, shouldn't everybody have that? I didn't have it. I certainly have a payment processor. I can go onto my Stripe at any time and see what's come in and what the payment plans are. But this was a visual that told me every month what was coming in from each revenue source. So she broke them down into revenue sources and client names. Um, And her purpose for that, she told me this, which I think is really genius. She said, if somebody has an issue or they have a non-payment, you need to be able to track this. You need to be able to look at this whenever and say, okay, this is what's coming in this month. This is what's not paid yet. This person had a non-payment, their credit card, you know, was not approved for whatever reason. So she said, using the spreadsheet will really help us navigate all of those things. She also gave me a series of emails for non-payment and non-payment happens for all kinds of reasons, right? It's not just someone who's trying not to pay their bill. It's credit cards expire all the time, all the time. And when you're running a business and a family and and your life, sometimes you just are like, oh, shit, I forgot. (laughs) So having emails that go out that say, hey, client, I hope you're doing great and enjoying the sunshine today. I did notice that your card declined or it was not approved or whatever the language is that you want to put in there. So I just wanted to tap, tap, tap on your email inbox and see if we can get this rectified. And here's a link for you to update your card. I hope you're doing great. Talk soon. Big hugs. You know, we we don't need to go into these situations like, you know, aggressively with guns blazing. It's just like, let's be nice and kind to each other. So she wrote me a series of emails that she loaded into my email system and off they went. So there's these systems that not, you know, that not all businesses have. And so when you hire someone who is better at the details than you are, it is a total game changer. And this spreadsheet for me, I don't know if you're someone who measures things. I love to measure things. If I go to the gym, I want to see the amount of weight that I'm lifting, the number of reps. I really like to measure things. For some reason, it makes it digestible for me and I can really see my progress and then I get really excited. So I'm someone who needs specifics. So in having this tool, this spreadsheet, now what I like to do is I can see what my projected revenue is for the whole year. I can see that number. And I can see which months I need to beef it up. I need to be selling. I need to be enrolling more people in my courses. So she kind of took the emotion out of it for me. And it became this sort of game. Like, how many payment plans can I add this month? How many new clients can I put into these courses each month? And it became really fun. (laughs) It became really fun to make a lot of money. It became really fun. And if you're someone who is struggling with revenue, setting these goals, making a game out of it is really fun. And it will also take the emotion out of it. So if you look at this spreadsheet or something like it, whatever works for you, and you put, you know, you you have a target in your mind for the revenue you want to make at the end of the year. So the end of 2023, if you're thinking, God, I would love to hit 100K this year. And then you're looking at all and you're just in your mind and you're feeling like, oh God, that feels really stretchy. I've never done that before. Only other people do that. I don't have enough knowledge or sales skills or whatever. 
all these intrusive thoughts. Having a spreadsheet takes all of that ambiguity and confusion out of it. So you can kind of go in the little box, the total box for 2023 at the end of the year on the spreadsheet, and you can put $100,000 or $150,000 or $200,000. There are no rules to this spreadsheet. There's no limits. It will let you put whatever number speaks to you. And then without the emotion and all this confusion and ambiguity, you can look at all the months for the year and say, okay, well, this month I've got 8,000 coming in or 12,000 coming in or whatever. And so that really helps you take the emotion out of it and look at these numbers and say, I just need A, B, and C in order to get my goal. So OBMs take the emotion out of what you're doing to help you make more money. It is not hard. I have two that I can recommend for you. I think it's really important to have um, specific tools and podcasts. So the first person that I worked with, her name is Shelly Temple. Her, um, I'm looking at my computer right now. Her Instagram is Shelly, spelled C-H-E-L-L-E, Lynn, L-Y-N-N, Temple, T-E-M-P-L-E. So she was the first OEM that I worked with. She's fantastic. Um, Highly, highly, highly recommend. And then my current OBM who I'm working with, um, her name is Kristen O'Neill. She's lovely. And she is Spruce Hill Consulting on Instagram. So S-P-R-U-C-E Hill, H-I-L-L Consulting. Fabulous. She's fantastic. So having these tools in place from OBMs, will it'll change your life. Just to have someone on your team. That's the other thing is we kind of are in our own silos when we are online business owners. You know, we're working with our clients. But for the most part, it's kind of just us and our computers with the occasional meetup or Zoom call (laughs) or retreat or whatever. But for the most part, it's kind of us, right? Riding solo. So when you bring an OBM into your business, you're no longer trying to figure it all out by yourself. You're just not. And it gives you this accountability that you give your clients. Accountability is the name of the game. If you're going to make money, be successful, create freedom, all of that. So for example, I have a course that I created, uh, I think a year ago, and I never launched it. And the reason I never launched it is because I got busy doing other things. And then I sort of just forgot about it. The sales page is done. The emails are done. The course is done. And I just never launched it. So I hired this OBM, uh, Kristen, who I mentioned a moment ago, Spruce Hill Consulting. And (laughs) she told me on one of our calls, she was like, what is this sales course that you have? And I'm like, oh yeah, I've I've not launched it. So she's just like, okay. So she's on her uh, task management system. And so she's like, okay, on this day, you're going to put these emails in. On this day, we're going to start the launch. On this day, we're going to have a free training. And she just took over. And I was like, hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. Because we do a lot of things in our business every day. And sometimes things get pushed to the side that should not get pushed to the side. But it's almost impossible for us to create, launch everything, manage the clients, track our revenue, plan for business growth, all of these things. It's just a lot. It's a lot. So I highly recommend bringing an OBM into your business, into your business. And if you look at it and you think, oof, I can't afford it. Here's what happens when you hire people. If the investment feels stretchy, that's a good thing. That is a good thing. If you're at a point in your business where you're not making a lot of money and you bring in an OBM, 
you're doing a couple of things. You're creating this organization and accountability. Those things bring in money. You're also lighting a fire under your own ass, right? Because when you start spending money and you're like, oof, I need to sell or I need to make sure that I can afford this each month or whatever that might look like for you, you start selling, right? You start selling. When you have these responsibilities, these vendors that you have to pay, you get off your ass and you focus and you make it happen. So while there is no checklist or no specific day or you know none of that to hire an OBM, if you are looking for help in your business, I highly, highly recommend getting an OBM. I wish I'd known about OBMs early in my business. I didn't. And again, coming back to giving yourself grace and we don't know what we don't know. So we just learn as we go. Like I said earlier, you you will not know how to navigate the process for insurance and all that for a fire until you have the fire. <laughs> so, okay. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tech Champagne. I thoroughly enjoy spending this time with you. And I do hope that you take a look at OBMs if that speaks to you. And just see what their services are and see how that can help your business. It's it's really just a shortcut from where you are now to where you need to be. So, okay. Thanks again so much for listening. And I look forward to being with you next week. Bye. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope this episode brought you exactly what you needed. If you had fun today, be sure to hit the subscribe button or leave me a review. Your support means the world to me and it helps other women entrepreneurs find the show as well. And if you're looking for a free place to connect and learn more about creating your own six-figure online business, check out my Facebook group, Empowered Entrepreneurs. See you on the next episode.